Hi, welcome back to Stand on Guard with David Craden. Got a great show for you today, but I want you to stay tuned. I want you to watch the whole thing because this is going to be exciting. So we are in a very precarious position in this country. We need political change, but we also need the resolve to resist. Can't emphasize enough, please. We need those watch hours. We need this show to be monetized as soon as possible. Because believe me, we are in a crisis of free speech in this country right now. We're in a crisis of our ability not to be censored on the Internet. I need your support right now. Watch this whole show to the very end. Encourage your friends to do so. And we've got some exciting things to talk about today. Because, you know, the liberal convention... I'm not going to disappoint you. The Liberal Convention had some of the most ridiculous moments in history on there. And I want I want you guys to, uh, to have a look at what exactly was going on with that. And it's there's, there's no probably no better place to start than this. Okay, what was that? What is this? Uh, yeah, there's all kinds of great comments here, you know, and uh, I really would like to know what the Liberal Party was thinking here. And see, these are all comments about how this really didn't work. <laughs> he loves the last one there. <laughs> it was probably, probably a reference to Melanie Jolie being on stage there and looked like she was... Uh, part of a strip show and, and the whole and they had the liberal party president and Seamus O'Regan was there too and I I don't know what they were trying to prove here but this was clearly a, a very uh well shall we say embarrassing moment for <laughs> for the uh for the liberal party and I think it shows how out of touch they are and certainly the reaction on Twitter when I was just showing it, it was all uniformly bad, uniformly negative. And it really does make you wonder what this party is up to. And, you know, I'm, I'm not entirely sure at times what, what they're up to, what, what they're trying to prove. But, you know, it's, it's exactly, exactly goes to show you that, you know, this was a, convention of stupid things we've already highlighted the fact that the keynote speech that, that kicked off this kicked off this convention from prime minister justin trudeau was a disaster where he bragged about how woke he was and suggested conservative leader pierre polyev should wake up because he's not woken up and we've already gone through that but that set the tone for the whole the whole weekend and uh, you know that is what this convention was about. More, most importantly, what this convention was about was enunciating, articulating, and underlining how this is a party that is now opposed to free speech. And a Liberal Party uh, censorship resolution easily passed on the floor. And people say, well, it's just a resolution. Yeah, uh-huh. Except the problem here 
The problem here is that as we're being warned, this is a resolution that's going to have massive consequences, ramifications for free speech in this country. And, uh, and Professor Michael Geist of the University of Ottawa, who has been a severe critic of the liberals on free speech, pointed this out recently. And of course, the Globe and Mail also pointed this out because what do you think they're concerned about? They're the ones who ran a story based on an unnamed source also known as a whistleblower. And I mean, that is precisely what is going on here. The government, this liberal government, wants newspapers, radio stations, television stations, media outlets to reveal their source or else they can't publish. That's a violation of basic tenets of journalism and is a huge threat to free speech. And of course, the liberals know this. And I want you to I want you to listen to a response from Rachel Thomas, who is the Conservative Party heritage critic, on this very interesting point here. Okay, the motion is adopted. It's disheartening to see a resolution like this come forward and to be passed by the Liberal Party of Canada. Um, it's a resolution that would, I think, thwart good journalism in Canada. It would force journalists to make their sources know-in or not be able to uh, publish their story without a state stamp of approval. In other words, the Liberal government would have to sign off on a story before it could go live online. We, we've seen this, though. I mean, Bill C-11 just recently passed through the Senate. Bill C-11 is all about censoring freedom of speech. It will control what Canadians can see, post, hear, online. So this just takes that one step further, where the government wants to make sure that it has complete control over what Canadians can access. Exactly. And this is, this is where this resolution is putting the Liberal Party. And if you think this is just a resolution... The government is already planning similar legislation. They're already developing something called online safety. And the online safety bill is going to target hate speech and disinformation. And that's going to make these subjects anathema, essentially illegal on the Internet. And so what's that going to do? And that's going to mean anything the government doesn't agree with. And that's how disinformation, that's how hate speech is going to be defined by this liberal government. Anything they disagree with, because they have said in the development of this bill, if you look at the testimony they've received and their recommendations they've received, they don't want to define these terms because they understand it's going to be highly problematic for them. And you know, this, this is precisely the problem. If you can't define these terms, the government will do it for you. And this, and interestingly enough, we've got the the injustice minister, as I call him, the Attorney General of Canada, David Lametti, who is a who is a disaster, a catastrophe, an embarrassment, not only to his to his party but to his country. But he makes a very interesting comment here. I want you to listen to this. I remember as a young liberal way back when I was young, legalizing cannabis. This was in the this was in the 80s. Was part of the Liberal Party's platform. It didn't make it to to uh, 
be part of the sorry part of the part of the the convention thing that conventions voted for as part of liberal party policy didn't make it into the platform until 2015 so it didn't make it into the platform it didn't make it into the government policy immediately but eventually did well let me tell you things go at a much quicker pace in in the age of 24/7 news and digital news that is that is constant in the age of the internet events proceed at a much faster pace issues go from a policy resolution on the floor of a convention to a bill to a law much quicker and you can bet the liberal party is planning to do this so do not do not be deceived is you know that's that's all i can say about this because you know what the liberal party is up to and you know what the liberal government is up to and they are going to be introducing the online safety bill very shortly they've been working on this now for two years and it's the third part of their assault on digital news and this is nothing short of an assault on free speech in this country it's the introduction of systematic censorship and that's that's what they're all about I want to move to another embarrassing moment at this at this convention, and it's uh, it, <laughs> to show it. What's the old adage about you know you should keep your mouth shut so so people can can assume you're ignorant rather than opening your mouth and prove that you are. And this is exactly what former Prime Minister Jean Chrétien, who was hibernating quite nicely in retirement. You know, for the, for the last number of years, it hasn't made too many public appearances, made too many public comments. But he decided to make a big fool of himself at the convention and say that there is no problem with this Chinese interference, this election interference. And of course, he makes this comment not only at the height of a huge scandal, where we know China has been interfering in federal elections and other elections across Canada, has been intimidating. Chinese Canadians has been try, buying, trying to buy elections by supporting candidates that they want elected and opposing candidates that they don't want elected. Gretchen says no problem. And of course, we've just gone through this huge mess of an issue with Member of Parliament Michael Chong, the Toronto area MP, whose family in Hong Kong was being targeted and intimidated by China. No problem, Kretchen says. You know, I really think uh, Kretchen should stay in retirement and keep his mouth shut because uh, he was beginning to look a little better historically. But now we know that it's, uh, uh, no, no, he's not. Uh, (laughs) And this, this really is, you know, the the lesson here. Um, Another embarrassing moment. I want to move on to the next one. When's the last time you heard the Liberal Party talk about the Conservative Party being too U.S. style or that it embraces American style or U.S. style policies, politics, blah, blah, blah. That is a constant mantra from the Liberal Party is that they are so Canadian and the Conservative Party is dangerously aligned to American parties, ideas, former presidents, on and on and on. So who do they drag out? Uh, I mean, yeah, who who do they drag out? 
at this <laughs> at this convention, but none other than Hillary Clinton. And it's you know it's embarrassing for me that they would do this. But it it got a, a very interesting comment from uh, a lot of a lot of folks in, uh, in on social media, but it was did not go unnoticed. And Andrew Coyne here made the comment about when's you know when's the last time the Liberal Party complained about American style politics coming from the Conservative Party? And of course, that's exactly what they are all about here. Precisely what the, what they are all about, and it's. But it's hard to watch. It really is hard to watch. But at the same time, you know, it's entirely necessary because this is a this is a party that just doesn't like to admit how embarrassing it can be. Here she is, Hillary, coming all the way up to Canada to tell us all how lucky we are to have the Liberal Party government. My name is Dawn Upshaw. I'm from Nova Scotia. I'm African-Canadian, um, the Black Loyalist. I'm also Miss Disney Cree from Bay James. Um, I'm, um, I attended a, a reception last night. We're here from different time zones. People are tired, people are hungry, and there was liquor served at the event. So people were getting drunk and tired. I personally am just delighted to be here because in many ways, the Liberal Party of Canada is a trailbreaker. And the things that over the history of this party you have achieved for Canada have not only improved the lives and opportunities of your fellow Canadians, but have also, you know, sort of set a trail for others to try to follow. So I'm thrilled uh, to be with all of you today. And I want to start by reading something that Secretary Clinton said on November 9th, 2016. Oh my God, I'm starting to cry now. I think all of us heard you say this, and I think all of us cried. So this is what you said. Yeah, well, I'm about to cry myself, but not because I can remember with any sort of emotion Hillary Clinton said she's of course referring to the speech Hillary Clinton made when she lost the 2016 election to Donald Trump and it took her hours and hours to admit that she had lost that to 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 say that she would she had been defeated and when she finally did it was a very bitter speech about how she hadn't broken this window this glass window for women and she just hated to admit that she was a completely unpopular leader and that this was not this this was not her election year but <laughs> she but what what was she doing at this convention it really does make you wonder what was going on in the in the minds of the liberal party because hillary clinton is at best a polarizing figure at best uh, at worst she's a she's a completely reprehensible figure who had the gall to proclaim anybody who didn't want to vote for her in 2016 uh, was a deplorable. And she'll be best remembered for making a comment like that. And it's always been about everything for Hillary. It's always been about Hillary winning, Hillary becoming president, 
Hillary becoming senator, Hillary being secretary of state, and not about ever doing anything of meaningful importance while in the job. And she certainly hasn't done that. And she certainly has not done that. But I want to move to something here that really, uh, really fascinated me. Because there is a moment of honesty at this convention. You don't get a lot of honesty at conventions anymore. They're so choreographed. And, and people are basically told what to say and when to say it. But sometimes if you hang around long enough, you'll catch people actually being honest about things. And I found this particularly fascinating because we had a woman talk about something that was very close to her heart, which was being subject to racism. And I want you to listen. My name is Dawn Upshaw. I'm from Nova Scotia. I'm African-Canadian, um, the black loyalist. I'm also Miss Disney Cree from Bay James. Um, I'm, um, I attended a, a reception last night. We're here from different time zones. People are tired, people are hungry and there was liquor served at the event. So people were getting drunk and tired rather quickly. And that's when the racism come out. So I was here last night listening and reacting to racism from liberals. So when you respond to racism, do not respond with food, fun, and fashion shows as you've done in the past. Do something and let us do something and let us be the people who guide you. Now, why did I find that fascinating? I'll tell you why. Because it's further evidence the Liberal Party really doesn't care about racism, whether it's systemic, whether it's systematic, whether it's inherent, or whether it's just something that happens. You have to remember, this is a party that's being led by a man who spent a lot of his adult life doing blackface for his friends and in some cases at professional events. And this is a man who loves to blame everybody else for being racist. And that's indicative of the hypocrisy that dominates this liberal party. Justin Trudeau is not just our narcissistic individual. He's a completely hypocritical individual who is only concerned about advancing his own ego. And if he can suggest that everybody who opposes him, they are the racists, not him. Even though he's the one that did, that did blackface, Yes, he's a gifted blackface performer. Unfortunately, he's not a gifted politician or a gifted leader or certainly not a gifted prime minister. But he sure was pretty good at doing blackface, which really is nothing to be proud of. But Trudeau, of course, even when he was cornered on this issue, he said, hey, it wasn't my fault. I grew up in this racist city of Montreal and it's the city's fault that I did the things that I did, not me. And he kept continuing to point his finger at other people. So that is what Justin Trudeau is all about here. And it's, and it's to me, 
it's it's absolutely outrageous that he continues to get away with this. But once again, you can see that that kind of hypocritical behavior is mirrored by his acolytes, his followers, his disciples, the ones who show up at liberal conventions. Get a few drinks into them, and they start talking like racists too. And shame on them, and thank God this woman stood up and was honest about this. I think this was a extremely important moment at this convention. I want to get to the last point here, another embarrassment. And there is there were so many. There were so many at this at this convention, and it's it's difficult sometimes to know which ones to choose. But you know, Trudeau decided that we don't need balanced budgets. The Liberal Party does when's the last time we had a balanced budget? And Trudeau, of course, has dismissed balanced budgets as not being that important and it's it is uh it's part of his political psyche to suggest that why would we need balanced budgets because they're not they're not going to happen in my lifetime and of course yes the balanced budget resolution was rejected they embraced a lot of craziness at this convention and they thought it was crazy to have a balanced budget but I think that is really it shows how crazy this party has become. And it really is a party that has lost touch with reality. And, you know, I want to go back to that and say that this convention put the Liberal Party and its prominent members on the stage for the world and for, and for Canadians, of course, to see and to observe and to assess. And clearly, this is a party and a leader that have been found wanting. Now, Trudeau made a lot of outrageous statements at this convention, but he also said there will be an election in two years. He's not before, in two years, and that he will be leading the Liberal Party into the election. I find that highly implausible. And I really don't know how Trudeau is justified in making a prediction like that. He's rapidly losing his grasp on this party as numerous scandals engulf him and his government. But this was an opportunity for Canadians to see how out of touch this party is with ordinary Canadians, with ordinary people, and perhaps even with ordinary liberals who don't understand where this party has gone, can't understand what path it's walking down anymore because things have just gotten so out of control. And I think that's that's really you know, the lesson that we have to learn here. But before I leave, I want to say again, and to emphasize how dangerously close we are in this country to losing our freedom of speech. And this government is targeting the internet, is targeting social media for censorship. And we are on the verge of losing our freedom of speech and becoming 
more of an authoritarian country. We saw how Trudeau reacted to the Freedom Convoy. When he's confronted by people who disagree with them, he wants to put them in jail. He wants to crush them with the judicial system and with the police. And that's what he did to the Freedom Convoy with the Emergencies Act. He wants to go after our free speech and he's going after the media in the same way. He's already tried to buy off the media through subsidization. He owns CBC outright, but he's subsidizing most of the mainstream media. And he wants to continue to buy their loyalty. New media will be crushed by Bill C-11 and C-18. The online safety bill that is soon to be introduced is going to make disinformation and hate speech illegal. And that is going to be up to the government to define and to decide. So I want you to support this station. I want you to watch this station, ring the bell, become a subscriber, support this station, and help me monetize the station so I can continue to tell you what's really happening here and in the nation's capital of Ottawa. Because this is a very dangerous time. And this is a very scary time. It's a very ominous time. And Canadians have got to band together. Canadians who still love freedom, who are still prepared to fight for freedom, who are still prepared to resolve, to resist. That's what is required right now. We need a backbone. We need to fight back. And if we don't fight back, we will be rolled over by the machinery of authoritarian government. And I couldn't be more serious about that. And I couldn't be more profound in my intent to warn you of what is coming because it's already arriving as we speak. So please, I don't tell you this to be alarmist. I tell you this to be truthful. And we are, we are going to have to fight back in all the ways possible. So for another episode of Stand on Guard, we are standing on guard. I am standing on guard. This is David Creighton. Thanks for watching again today. I hope you're enjoying this channel as much as I enjoy putting the material on here. This is not just about politics. I sing some of my favorite songs from the Great American Songbook. And you can also watch my latest show where we do some of the news you're not going to hear anywhere else. But please like, subscribe, and hit the bell for notifications. If you want to be part of this station, please be a subscriber. We want you.